The Conference of Champions died six days ago, as the Pac-12 quickly dwindled from 10 teams to 9 teams, with Colorado announcing it was joining the Big 12, then dwindling all the way down to 4 teams, with only Stanford, California, Oregon State, and Washington State left. The Conference of Champions, the Pac-12, now temporarily the rump conference of the Pac-4, will cease to exist after the 2023 season as Stanford, California, Oregon State, and Washington State will certainly find new homes, either in the Mountain West Conference, maybe the Big 12 will pick up some of them, maybe the Big 10 will even go after California and Stanford at some point, or maybe even the ACC. The ACC, according to reports, is interested in adding Stanford, California, and SMU which is intriguing because the ACC has been the sole conference that has been sitting rather dormantly since this whole expansion business began in 2021. Not really began, more so restarted. Of course, there was the 2010-2014 conference realignment that was taking place, where the Pac-12 nearly became the first super conference until Texas botched it with Longhorn Network. Now Texas and Oklahoma, they started this new series of conference realignment by announcing a move to the SEC. The Big Ten responds with announcing additions of USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. The Big 12 then rightfully looks for expansion teams. They get BYU, they get Houston, they get UCF, and they get Cincinnati. And now the most recent massive addition was Colorado to the Big 12, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah followed them. And of course, as we've already talked about, Washington and Oregon, perhaps the biggest move since the USC-UCLA move, or perhaps even bigger than that, and almost as big as the Texas-Oklahoma news back in 2021, Oregon and Washington, brands that are top 25 in on-the-field performance and off-the-field performance in terms of revenue in terms of support, in terms of fan base, they're moving to the Big Ten Conference. They won't get full TV revenue yet. They'll only get that when the Big Ten once again has to renew their media rights contract. However, the Big Ten's at 18 teams, and the SEC and the Big 12 are at 16. The ACC still sits at 14 teams, and they've sat by, and they've kind of watched, twiddling their thumbs with the grant of rights deal. And the grant of rights deal basically means that each ACC team, their rights to broadcast are held by ESPN until 2036. And at the time that the grant of rights was signed and the contract was birthed into existence, it looks like a good deal, especially with terms of security. Having a deal that far in advance means you don't have to worry about negotiations or renewing your media rights. They're there, it's all secure, and it's great, at least in theory. But the Big Ten and the SEC, their TV media rights value exploded. It's exploded over the past few seasons, well overtaking every other conference. According to Navigate, and their sources were from a year ago, but it was the most recent and most accurate long-term projection of payouts per conference and payouts per school that I could find. 
So I'm going to link that article down below for you guys to check it out. They projected that the Big Ten and the SEC would earn nearly anywhere from 54 to 57 million each per school. The SEC earning around 54 million per school, the Big Ten earning 57 million per school. The ACC last year, and this article was written in the 2022 preseason, so things are obviously a little different depending on views and things, but still around this number is what turned out to happen. The ACC per school earned around 30.9 million, which was projected to be the lowest of all Power Five conferences. Now, the ACC is going to be a part of the Power Four moving forward because the Pac 12 is dead. But what the ACC did is unfortunately sat by and they were idle. And the Big 12, the Big 12 did everything in its power to maintain relevancy. And I think they're going to maintain relevancy. Steve Dace on the Michigan podcast, he made a good reference. And that good reference being the Big Ten and the SEC are Coke and Pepsi. And this is the best analogy I can come up for this. They are, they're the most relevant brands. No one's overtaking them. But that doesn't mean there isn't a place for Dr. Pepper. And Dr. Pepper... That's what the Big 12 is doing. They're, they're carving in their own niche. In the same way, I love history. That's kind of a side hobby of mine outside of this is studying history. The SEC and the Big 10 are like the Soviet Union and America during the Cold War. No one's overtaking those two in the Cold War. But, but the Big 12 is fulfilling that niche of the non-aligned league the non-aligned movement, pardon me. They're fulfilling that niche, bringing together smaller countries together and still making a product and alliance system and a cooperative agreement that does make some sense, even though I still like Steve Dace's analogy much better. But anyway, the ACC is out of this. They're not the non-aligned movement. They're not even Dr. Pepper. They're certainly not Pepsi or Coca-Cola, or America, or the Soviet Union. They have sat idly by, and now, out of desperation, because they don't, I mean, everyone now is looking at the ACC, including myself, and saying, you're next. Once this grant of rights is either destroyed by those participating in it, or it expires, the ACC is likely dead. Likely dead. Because by then... Even if the ACC schools can conjure up a much better deal, that gives them a much better split of revenue, and each school gets like 10 to 20, even 30, let's say, million more per school than the old grant of rights deal, it will still be nothing compared to what the Big Ten and the SEC can offer because their markets and the product on the field will have grown so much it'll just compound upon itself. So the Big Ten and the SEC have put themselves in this position, honestly, to be the Big Two. And I don't see how the ACC or the Big 12 can match those schools without many in those conferences, many of those athletic departments becoming ridiculously efficient, winning a lot of games, attracting big-time fan bases. Colorado could be an example of this, where they go from a dead program to one of the most entertaining, 
most watched and most followed programs, but you have to have a guy who has the personality or the magnetism, at least, of Deion Sanders, but you also have to win games. And that's a hard combination to come by. It's a very hard combination. The ACC has Miami, they have Florida State, they have Clemson, none of whom are blue bloods historically. Now, they've had recent success in the 21st century. They've actually all won a national championship in the 21st century, even a school like Michigan and Penn State and the Big Ten who are blue bloods. They can't say that. But Nonetheless, the ACC currently only has really Clemson as a dominant force. Florida State looks like it can become that dominant force. But the conference is weak. It's very weak. It's top-heavy. It's why Clemson has fielded some questionable teams over Dabo Swinney's past decade of a tenure. Before that decade, he wasn't winning as much, so we're not going to talk about that. He could win the ACC championship game like in 2022, but then have a losing record against non-conference opponents because the ACC was just that weak. It was absolutely weak. Losing to South Carolina at home, getting blown out by Notre Dame on the road, and getting blown out by Tennessee in the bowl game, and barely escaping against a 7-6 and Syracuse, having struggles against Louisiana Tech, against NC State, who did not even have an offensive line, struggling against Wake Forest, who got blown out by Louisville, and they were in disarray themselves. And, yeah, I mean, honestly, the Big Ten and the SEC, and I'd say even the Big 12, right now have much better average football product per school in 2023 and in the long term than the ACC does. The Pac-12 currently, they might have their strongest year in recent memory with the depth that they have. Much deeper conference than the ACC. And yet, the Pac-12, all their good teams have been gutted outside of Oregon State and maybe Washington State. Those are the two best football schools available. California's dead. Stanford, they're going through a massive change. They're recruiting well, but they have a new head coach. And yet, those two are the schools that the ACC wants to add. California and Stanford. Really? SMU, to a certain degree, makes sense. You get Texas recruiting grounds, they have a nice donor base, and they've had recent success under under Sonny Dykes at SMU, where he got them their first 10-win season since the death penalty back in the 1980s. But all this will do, all this will do in my mind, is yes, maybe it's a temporary fix, but to me it comes across as a band-aid on a bullet wound, or you have a gaping gash, you're, you know, you're dying, you're bleeding, and you only stitch half of it up. Well, you're still hurt. The wound won't properly heal. You're still dying. You're just dying slower. And to me, this is what the ACC is doing. Because while their revenue might increase, it's still not going to match the Big Ten. SMU has good value, but the ACC should have acted much earlier. You're not going to match the Big Ten and the SEC in revenue because they already poached all of the good schools. And your grant of rights constricts you to the fact that Florida State earns tens of millions less dollars per year than Northwestern does. A school that went 1-11, had a hazing scandal, fired their head coach, and has an interim head coach that has never coached even as an assistant in a Power 5 conference— That athletic department and that football program, in theory, 
outside of donor bases. Those are separate. But from a purely athletic department standpoint, they have more resources than Clemson and Florida State do. That's insanity. And that's why Florida State wants to leave. They want to get out and they want to move to either what sounds to be the Big Ten first. If not, they definitely move to the SEC. Clemson, I can only imagine it's the same thing there. Miami just got AAU membership. And to many, that was a subtle hint that they want in on the Big Ten as well. Overall, again, even with an increase in revenue distribution per school, with Stanford and Cal coming in and eventually those markets being milked by the ACC, even if that revenue increases, and that's not a guarantee, overall, their quality of team, on average, will decrease because Stanford and Cal are terrible programs. So the reputation of the ACC from a purely football perspective would get worse because everyone knows that Stanford is not what they used to be under David Shaw in his early and middle tenure. They're not that. They might be one of the weakest teams in the FBS this year. Not just the Power Five, purely the FBS. California, they have not had success under Justin Wilcox, and yet they haven't fired him yet. Very interesting. Oregon State and Washington State actually have had success. And those schools and their TV revenue, their their media value is going to grow. Colorado's, they're in the Big 12. They're going to skyrocket. The Big 12 is going to benefit from getting Colorado. They're going to very much benefit from bringing Deion Sanders and Colorado back to the Big 12. Oregon State last year was ninth. They were ninth in average viewers per week in 2022, with an average viewer per week number of 625,000. Ranked nationally, that was 57th. That was better than Arizona, better than Colorado, and better than Arizona State, who was 12th in the Big 12. That was in not Big 12, but Big, not even Big 10, but Pac-12, pardon me. That was in 2022. Oregon State was ninth. Stanford is 8th, with an average viewer per week number of 846,000, which is 47th. California was just around there. Their national rank was 47th, with 857,000 viewers per week. Washington State was at 6th, having over 900,000 average viewers per week, 41st nationally. So Washington State, they're a winning program. They are in a lot of entertaining games, whether shootouts under Mike Leach, Nick Rolovich, or Jake Dickert, their current head coach. They nearly beat Oregon last year in a a thriller where the combined points were in the 80s. California and Stanford, their average viewers per week is probably going to decrease, especially, especially with the Pac-12 dissolving. Oregon State has DJ Uyunglele, a former Clemson quarterback who will be starting there. And with Jonathan Smith rebuilding that program, they won 10 games last year and beat Florida in their bowl game in middle December. They're going to be climbing up these rankings. Their national rank will definitely be in the top 50 next year. Washington State will definitely be in the top 40. I expect them to grow because I think they're going to go bowling again, and that's going to help. And they themselves, they have a good quarterback in Cameron Ward and a good running back in Nakia Watson. So like Oregon State, they do have a much better roster and will 
produce a more entertaining and superior product to both California and Stanford. And yet the ACC isn't considering adding Oregon State and Washington State, according to sources. I think they should if they do end up adding, let's say, Stanford, California, and SMU. Why wouldn't you add Oregon State and Washington State? Do that, and it'll at least be like the Big Ten, where USC and UCLA have play partners in Oregon and Washington, so they don't always have to travel out to the Midwest and the East Coast. And that'll bring down the average travel costs, in my mind, and also make more diverse and more entertaining and higher quality matchups. Because Oregon State and Washington State, let's face it, would probably be in the top half of the ACC in football product. Oregon State could join... Oregon State, I actually think if they joined the ACC this year, they would be in the ACC championship game. They would be a top two team. In fact, I would think, honestly, they would be number one or number two. They would not be number three. I think they would be better for sure than either Florida State or Clemson. That might be a controversial opinion of mine, but I'm very high on Oregon State this year. The ACC, they've sat idly by. They should have acted sooner. This is a total move of desperation. And the Big Ten might not be done expanding yet. And in the, the long term, they're definitely not done. In the short term, they might be. And it sounds like they are. But in the long term, they are probably not done expanding. Same with the SEC. And many different sources will say that California and Stanford, due to their AAU membership, they might be added to the Big Ten. And that would make the league a 20-team powerhouse league but the ACC might pick them up first. They're also looking at SMU, who I quickly want to just brush over. I'm going to link articles down below to CBS Sports and Yahoo.com that are discussing this. SMU is in consideration, sources tell Yahoo Sports. At a meeting of league presidents on Tuesday, executives explored the possibility of adding all three universities or inviting only the Pac-12's two members. Administrators are expected to continue examining the expansion options and will review financial models for both scenarios, adding three or adding just two. For more than a year now, SMU has held various degrees of dialogue with several leagues in its pursuit to join a power league. The Big 12, the Pac-12, and now the ACC. SMU is a, a small private school. They reside in Dallas, and the state of Texas has a ton of rich talent and also rich donors, whether it's Texas, Texas A&M, SMU, TCU, Baylor, they have resources. Texas is, it's good to be in Texas if you love college football. Even more importantly, the university would arrive at a reduced rate because SMU wants to be in a Power 5 conference, so they are willing to make sacrifices to get into a better situation in the long run. Employing a rich donor base and a healthy desire to advance to the Power 4 level, the university is open to foregoing conference distribution pay at least for the first five years in the ACC. SMU officials held similar conversations with Pac-12 administrators. Financials are the most significant piece to ACC expansion because the ACC only received a distribution of $39 million last year, most of which came from the TV contract with ESPN, and that was significantly smaller than the Big Ten and the SEC's TV cash. In expanding, the league must avoid reducing the annual distribution paid to each team to supplement new schools. 
That is a, quote, non-starter, several administrators told Yahoo Sports. A perk of the ESPN contract is the network is required to increase its base distribution to the conference in a way that pays each new member the same annual rate as the others, what's termed as a pro rata. However, financial complications go much deeper to offset the additional traveling costs of acquiring Stanford, Cal, and or SMU, current ACC members will need additional revenue from the network, or Stanford and Cal would have to agree to enter the league for a partial share, such as getting only 60 or 70% of the revenue. These conversations are ongoing. I'm going to link the rest of this article down below and another one from CBS that basically talks about the same points that the Yahoo article talked about. But overall, what the ACC here is doing, I think you have to do it just to stay relevant, to get more revenue. And let's be honest, even though they're adding weaker schools, if they do end up adding Stanford, Cal, and SMU, this is not a guarantee yet. And I think the ACC is a more, I don't know exactly how to put it, they're not a conference that comes across to me as one that is quick to act. They don't have a lot of good intuition. They're not very intuitive. They're more content to sit back, relax, let things pass over. And part of that attitude is from their grant of rights. They definitely have security in their TV contract. Unfortunately, that security is massively outweighed by the gobs of revenue that the SEC and the Big Ten are eating up. And eventually, I guarantee you the Big 12 will pass the ACC in that category. Despite losing Texas and Oklahoma, their biggest Big 12 conference brands. These additions only further the belief that the ACC is the weakest Power 4 conference. The revenue gains will not be enough to compete with the Big 10 and the SEC. In my opinion, Oregon State and Washington State have more to add than the other Pac-12 schools. And if the ACC goes forward with conference expansion, you have to add Oregon State and Washington State. You have to. Because their football product is going to be superior to Cal and Stanford in the short term and in the long term. SMUs, I think, will be better than Cal's in the short term and the long term. Stanford, the way they're recruiting and how they've had success in the past, in the long term, they might be set for success as well. But for now, you have to upgrade your football product on the field, in my opinion, along with TV revenue. Otherwise, as the Big Ten, SEC, and Big 12 just produce better, more entertaining football, the views, regardless of what the network promises you, are going to trickle down, and that's going to result in a loss of revenue. So I think the ACC, what they should do is add Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, and Washington State so that Stanford and Cal can have some away games that have familiarity and that aren't coast-to-coast. And if SMU wants to be added, that would be good as well because that can expose the ACC to Texas recruiting. So I think the ACC should expand. I'd actually like to see it happen, and it would be cool if they rebranded themselves as the CC or the Coast Conference, but they should have acted much earlier because then the ACC, maybe they could have merged with the Pac-12 in an alternate timeline, and maybe they, as a result, could have been a Power 3 or a part of the Power 3 conferences keeping up their status with the Big Ten or the SEC. But I think without a miracle, we're heading to a Power 2 system where it's the Big Ten, the SEC, 
But I think the Big 12 and potentially the ACC, depending on what the powers that be there decide to do, can maintain their relevancy, maintain their entertainment, and maintain their status as a good football conference. They just won't be at the same level as the Big 10 or the SEC. Thank you guys for watching this video. If you liked it, please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and comment your thoughts on rumored ACC expansion down below. Thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you all around. Bye-bye.